0: Welcome to the Empowered Working Mom Revolution Podcast, the ultimate destination for all you incredible working moms out there. I'm your host Jocelyn Young, a certified life coach dedicated to helping you craft that ideal work-life balance so that you can embrace a life filled with joy, fun, and fulfillment. We're going to explore how to transform your life, relationships, and career by nurturing your well-being, setting boundaries, managing time effectively, and cultivating self-compassion. So buckle up for actionable tips and transformative insights because we're diving deep into authentic and inspiring stories, sharing practical tips, tools, and practices that empower you to step into your courageous strength. So join me here every Wednesday as we revolutionize the way you show up as a working mom, making remarkable changes in yourself, your families, and the world around you. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's embark on this transformative journey together. Welcome to the Empowered Working Mom Revolution Podcast. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey there working moms, a quick announcement before I dive in today's podcast episode. If you're a working mom that's ready to enhance your life, find your ideal balance, and eliminate work stress once and for all, then come join us on Friday, October 6th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for the free virtual working moms power hour workshop this is a space where like-minded empowered working moms unite to create magic in their lives and you'll be able to connect with fellow working moms who are dedicated to thriving in their careers while also being incredible parents during the working moms power hour workshop you're going to gain access to transformative tools and practices that will empower you to take decisive action and this month's topic is about eliminating work stress Say goodbye to those draining days and hello to a renewed sense of balance. So if you're a working mom who wants to learn how to be the present mom and create those cherished memories and deeper connections with your children, and a working mom who's wanting to excel in your career, boost your income, and find time for self-care and personal pursuits, then I invite you to come join us this month at the Working Moms Power Hour on October 6th at 11 a.m pacific time. You're going to leave feeling strong, inspired, and ready to take on anything that comes your way. So bring your fellow Working Mom friend along for double the inspiration and support and register today at bit.ly forward slash Working Moms Power Hour to register now. So come join us at the Working Moms Power Hour where empowerment happens in one hour. See you there! Hey there friends, welcome to another episode on the Empowered Working Mom Revolution. We are continuing our series on Cutting Out the Work Stress, Tips for Working Moms, and this is part two. So if you missed part one, I invite you to go back to listen to part one, where we talked about the first two tips for cutting out the work stress. And in that episode, we were talking about bringing awareness of how you experience stress and bring awareness to what your natural action, behavior, habit tendency is in reaction to the stress. Today, we're going to dive into three tips on how to respond to your work stress that's tailored for you. Because honestly, one solution isn't a one size fits all solution, because it really goes back to what we talked about in part one, how you experience stress and how you react to stress is unique to each person. Okay, but first before we dive into those three tips, let's first talk about the power of pause. Now, if you've been following me on Instagram or part of my newsletter and um, have listened to season one, you know I really talk a lot about the power of pause. I also shared this in um, part one of cutting out the work stress in episode one of this season. Allowing yourself to pause really gives you that space to break from your cycle of the reactive behavior. The pause gives you the opportunity to slow down and to step into your power and to be in control to respond. Literally, this one single empowering action can be used universally across all situations you encounter as a working mom. But we won't dive into that. We'll save that discussion for another episode. So after allowing yourself a pause, how do you respond to the work stress? Here's tip number one, move the physical feeling of stress through and out your body. So start with asking yourself this question, how can I move that physical feeling of stress through and out my body? All right, let's talk about the why. Why is it important to move the physical feeling of stress through and out in your body? Well, because stress is an emotion that you're feeling and your body is holding that stress. When we don't allow our bodies to process and move that emotion of stress through our system, the stress that we feel gets blocked and stored over time. So every time you feel the stress, it actually compounds it onto itself to the point where you feel burnt out, overwhelmed, or have a mental breakdown or you just begin to feel physical signs of sickness, aches, pains, because your body, body literally is feeling dis-ease with the disease of stress. So the question is, how can you move that physiological feeling of stress out and through your body so that it doesn't get blocked and stored over time in your system? Here are some suggestions that clients have shared with me and some that I have done myself. Now this isn't a comprehensive list, but it's just a list to get you um, start brainstorming what would work for you. So here we go, working out, taking a long shower, going for a walk, doing meditation, journaling, crying, boxing, going for a run, getting outside in nature, a warm bath, a cold shower, taking or taking a nap. Now for me, when I feel my stress, those. Three things, actually four things. Okay, I'm looking at my list. Five things that I tend to gravitate toward to help me move that feeling of stress through and out my body is moving my body. So moving my body in the way of going for a walk, grounding myself outdoors, literally like standing outside on the grass barefoot, um, going for a hike, taking deep breaths, And then the last one is reaching out to someone to talk with who I know can really hold the space to listen and not give me advice right away. Because sometimes I just need someone to just like word vomit and stress vomit out what I'm feeling and actually communicate to them like, I really just need someone to listen I don't need advice I just need someone to listen because I really have I I want I'm wanting to get this out of my body Um, and are you okay I'm asking for that person's consent to provide that for me and be that person to listen so that could be a trusted friend that could be a coach or a therapist so let's recap tip number one how to move the physical feeling of stress through and out your body. And the suggestions that were shared earlier, use that as a starting point to to, um, figure out for you how you would wanna move that physical feeling of stress through and out your body so that it doesn't get stored in your system and built up over time, all right? And the question that you can ask yourself is, how can I move that physical feeling of stress out and through my body? Alrighty, let's go to tip number two. Clear your mind so that you can think clearly. So why is this a tip number two to help us cut out the work stress? Well, because when your mind is so full of those thoughts like when you're stressed, actually, what happens, I don't know, maybe it's for me, but I, what I've noticed in a lot of clients that I've worked with and working moms is that when we're stressed, we hear a lot of thoughts in our mind and that overwhelms us. It makes us even more stressed and it's hard to really think clearly. So, my mind is like a, it's like racing like a runaway train with a gazillion thoughts when I'm stressed. It sounds like this. Maybe this sounds familiar to you. Okay. Sounds like these are some of my thoughts. So you're getting a sneak peek into what happens in my brain. It's like, oh my God, there's so much to do. I'm never going to get ahead or catch up. Why can't I be more organized or figure out how to prioritize my time better? Or they're going to think that I'm dropped, I've dropped the ball because I haven't gotten to this task yet. Or I can't believe I forgot to do that one task for that person. Or I should do this task now, and oh, I have this other task I need. Oh, and oh my gosh, can't forget this task. Shoot, there's not enough time left in the day to get it all done. So I don't know if any of those thoughts sound familiar to you, but if you notice, there's a lot of self-judgment and self-shaming there in those thoughts that I have. And as a life coach and mental health coach for working moms, We call these thoughts our inner critic, our sabotaging thoughts, and thinking traps, all those different names to call these thoughts. Now, let's talk about these thoughts that we hear in our mind. Well, these thoughts happen so quickly in our minds that within minutes, you're not feeling good about yourself because you've been self-judging and self-shaming yourself. And it's totally normal and natural for us to have that inner critic voice and to hear those thoughts because really usually the purpose of this part of us is those thoughts, that inner critic part of us is there to try to keep us safe and try to protect us. But sometimes it gets out of hand and we get trapped and lost in those swirling of those thoughts And in those moments when we get trapped and we get sucked in, I like to call it when I work with clients, we get sucked into the deep down rabbit hole of our thoughts and we aren't able to think clearly and prioritize and thus we end up being less productive, less efficient, less effective with the tasks that we have to do and the time we have. And thus, it just compounds the stress that we feel of the work stress. So the million dollar question is, how do we clear our mind in a way that's helpful? Well, first, let me point out what it's not. Like what it's not, clearing our mind is not these two things. It's not forcing ourselves to think something opposite. And it's not forcing ourselves to resist the thoughts, as in telling yourself to stop thinking those thoughts. Because forcing actually creates resistance, which in actuality, that inner critic part of you, those thoughts, just need space to move through and to be recognized and to be acknowledged. Here's a metaphor that I like to um, use, is your inner critic part of you, your saboteur thoughts, those thinking traps is like your protective bodyguard within you and all it's wanting is for you to give it some recognition for its job. So forcing is not clearing your mind. So how do we clear our mind in a way that's helpful? So here are two ways that I use as a life coach uh, and a mental health coach. The first way is to challenge and reframe your thoughts. Asking yourself, how true is that thought that I'm thinking? Now, let's talk about why to challenge and reframe your thoughts. The reason why to challenge and reframe your thoughts is because usually the thought that comes to your mind isn't 100% true or valid in the moment. And so it's being able to use that pause to take a step back and to challenge that thought with the question, how true is that thought I'm thinking? Because most of the time when you ask yourself that question and you're able to objectively challenge and see that thought and reframe your thought, you'll notice that that thought isn't 100% True, and then you can reframe it to a more helpful helpful thought. So here's a real example <laughs> in my life right now. So I have a uh, volunteer position in um, my kid's school. And there with the, with that volunteer position it is um, there's some responsibilities. And I have been behind in like the um, momentum and the timeline of um, getting these things done. Um, and I have a group of volunteers that I lead. And one of the thoughts that has been coming up over and over again is like, oh my gosh, everyone is going to think that I am not a good lead for this uh, volunteer group because I am falling behind in my timeline. I'm not responding um, as as quick as I used to last year. And so I had to pause and I had to challenge that thought. And is it 100% true that I'm not a good lead? No, because last year I got a lot of feedback that, um, they really appreciated my way of leadership and my organization and then is it really true that like I <laughs> I'm dropping the ball um, on this volunteer position? no I'm I'm just trying to do the best I can. This is reframing my thought. I'm doing the best I can with the time I had and also with all the things I have on my plate. And so that is reframing my thought. Instead of saying, oh my God, I suck. I'm dropping the ball. I am horrible. Um, I can reframe my thought of like, no, you know, is that really true that I really suck and I dropped the ball? Not really. I am just trying to do the best I can because I have, you know, several things on my plate that's i'm responsible for and this is one of them and trying my best with the time i have and the energy and capacity i have all right so let's recap that first way of how to clear your mind it's a challenge and reframe your thoughts by asking yourself how true is that thought i'm thinking and what's a new thought to to challenge the old thought all right, the second way to help clear your mind that is helpful is to allow your thoughts to pass through like a conveyor belt or like a cloud floating by, the, by in the sky. So let's talk about why we allow our thoughts or why to allow your thoughts to pass through like a conveyor belt or like a cloud floating by the sky. It's so that it's, here's the metaphor, let me, Take it backtrack. It's like you're stepping back to observe your thoughts in versus getting sucked into your thoughts and letting your thoughts suck you into feeling uh, you know bad about yourself, judging yourself, shaming yourself, right? So the why of allowing your thoughts to pass by is to just observe your thoughts um from an objective view. Like you're just observing, like, huh? That's interesting. That thought is saying that I suck as a leader as a volunteer for my kids school. You know, that's just that's interesting. You know, and that's a that's a phrase I like to use for myself uh, to get me into that space of uh, allowing my thoughts to pass through is kind of saying, "Oh, that's interesting. I'm hearing that thought." So, that is the second way of how you can clear your mind that is helpful to allow your thoughts to pass through like a conveyor belt or like a cloud floating by in the sky. Now let's talk about what are some tangible ways to practice these two ways of challenging, reframing your thoughts and allowing your thoughts to pass through. Well, the whole point is to get those thoughts out of your head, whether you jot them down, journal them or share it with someone who will listen like a coach, therapist or a trusted friend. So let's recap. Tip number two to help you cut out the work stress is to clear your mind so that you can think clearly by challenging and reframing your thoughts with the question, how true is this thought that I'm thinking? And allowing your thoughts to pass through like a conveyor belt or a cloud floating by in the sky. And a tangible way of doing these two things is getting those thoughts out of your head by journaling, jotting down, or talking with someone. All right, let's go to tip number three on how to cut out the work stress. Prioritize what's really important. So now that you've moved the feeling of stress through and out your body and you've cleared your mind, you can now think clearly in order to prioritize what's really important to do and how to get through the tasks that are being asked of you at work. So questions to ask yourself to help you prioritize what's really important is one, what's really important for me to work on? Two, what's the level of completion that would work for me within the time that I have? Three, what's within my control and what is not within my control and I can just release? And four, how will I allow myself grace for any unfinished task? Now let's talk about why it's important to prioritize what's really important, because when you are feeling stressed in the work stress, everything feels like really important and needs to be done right away. But once you really have moved the the feeling of stress and out through your body and cleared your mind, you're able to really discern what is important in that moment. Not everything becomes glaringly important because you have moved the stress through and out your body and cleared your mind. So that's the why of prioritizing what's really important. Because honestly, when you take a step back and you look objectively at your situation of your work stress, not everything is really important all at the same time and needs to get all done at the same time, which is what's creating the work stress. Alrighty, let's recap tip number three which is prioritize what's really important. And how to do that is to ask yourself those four questions that I offered for us to ask ourselves and get ourselves to help prioritizing which task of work is most important at that moment. Alrighty, friends, here are the takeaways from this episode one, practice the power of pause because it gives you the opportunity to slow down, to step into your power and be in control to respond to your work stress. Tip number one, move the physical feeling of stress through and out your body so that your body and system can release the feeling of stress. Start with asking yourself this question, how can I move that physical feeling of stress through and out my body? Tip number two, clear your mind so that you can think clearly. Two ways of doing that is challenging and reframing your thoughts and allowing your thoughts to pass through like a conveyor belt or a cloud passing by in the sky. Tip number three, prioritize what's really important in the moment by asking yourself what's really important for me to work on what's the level of completion that would work for me within the time that I have what's within your control and what's not within your in your control and release those things that are not within your control and how will I allow myself grace for any unfinished tasks Alrighty, and here are two coaching questions to invite you to put these things that you've learned and were shared here on the episode because practice leads to progress, which leads to change and transformation. So here are the two coaching questions. One, what does it look like to put into practice the tips that were shared in this episode? And two, which tip would you like to experiment with and try for yourself? And finally, here's an invitation to all working moms who are seeking guidance on how to cut out the work stress and respond to the work stress that works for you. I invite you to book a free 30-minute coaching conversation with me where we'll dive into how you experience work stress and how you want to respond to work stress that works for you. It'll be a fun 30-minute conversation time together just exploring and figuring out what will work for you. So go ahead and go to www.EmpoweredWorkingMomRevolution.com forward slash coaching to book your free 30-minute coaching conversation with me. So I look forward to connecting with you. And thank you for jamming with me on this podcast here, the Empowered Working Mom Revolution Podcast. And I'll see you here again next week. Bye, y'all.